You have wonder what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want, and yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already, the influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to God Mode. We will disclose powerful cheat codes for those of you who know you're ready to win or win bigger and to be the ultimate you because it's time. Presented by Upgrade, we are programmers of the human mind. And if you're here listening carefully, we will show you how to rewrite your codes that govern your reality. Till now, these cheat codes have been only offered to those who are privileged to be within the inner circle of the true masters. Now, enter God Mode. And welcome back to God Mode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Good to see you, Michael. You too, brother. Yeah, been a good week. That's an amazing sweatshirt. <laughs> like that? <laughs> I wish everyone who's listening right now could see this. The viewers are in such a... They get it. They yeah. get it. This is an amazing sweatshirt. Well, so this is actually an incentive <laughs> to have people start subscribing to the YouTube channel so that you can watch it visually. We're also going to be getting it video online on Spotify soon. Yeah. Got our team in the process of that. But uh, I'm wearing an Eevee hoodie, which is what I named my cat after. I, this is what it, your this cat is, is named after. This is it. That the famous cat. Of sense. Okay. Yep. Yeah, um, in the upgrade community, my cat has a little bit of infamy. Um, William shares a story about well, we were traveling through Europe. Everyone's heard that, and my cat got lost back home in the United States. Hmm. And uh, some pretty amazing things happened. And William was able to help me detect and find my cat from Vienna, which is the shortest version of that. Anyway, so the cat has a reputation. Evie's uh, well known in upgrade. <laughs> and so yeah, this is the hoodie ever couldn't resist. I'm starting to see potential of an upgrade sweatshirt with like evie's face like, <laughs> like next to the symbol <laughs> well you know the reason i named her this so this is pokemon was my favorite thing as a kid right so if anyone listening has grown up uh in the 90s the 2000s you know it was a big thing everyone loved it well this particular one they're these little creatures right they run around this one can change into different ones it evolves specifically if you give it a water stone it evolves into a water-based Pokemon. Mm. So I use Eevee as a symbol that I am always one small change away from having a radically different life. Okay. So that's why it's such a powerful symbol for me. Give her Firestone now, it's a little fiery Pokemon, whatever. So the point of it is, is we're always one small change, one decision away from everything being different. That's a good anchor to have in your home. I mean, obviously you love Eevee. She's like an anchor walking around too as a reminder. Literally. Yeah, yeah. that was the idea. And that leads us to what we, you and I wanted to chat about in terms of taking one thing that we can do every day, gaining ground within our inside of our internal programs. Um, we've heard before from many great influential people out there how you can gain ground in your life by picking a behavior or a habit, cleaning the bedroom, um, going to the gym one day, just making one decision, right, to then gain ground in your life. Yes, right? Clean up your bedroom. Sounds like a great place to start. We want to, as we've talked about many times, especially on last week's episode and another podcast too, that's, that's awesome. It's just still very surface structure. And we right. want to more go to the root deep structure of why maybe the room is clean, dirty in the, in the first place, right? That's huge. Or any other behavior. So let's begin to hmm. 
examine the values. Last week we talked about turning off the airplane mode, right? Allowing data to come in faster. So if a listener, wherever you are right now, if you're walking your dog, listening to this, if you're in your car driving, I don't care if you've listened to every single one of our episodes, this is your very first episode. Begin to think where you can gain ground inside in your internal programs because we are a vast, infinite amount of energy and resources connected. And there will never be a time that you should ever stop learning about the inside of you. Amen to that. Well, I love that point that you make because what is the underlying principle in cleaning up your room? Well, because your external world is really a projection of what's going on inside, the idea is, well start changing some of the things externally. If you if your room's a mess, clean it up. And that's become like a very well-known uh, phrase that's circulated because mm-hmm. the idea is, hey, you can make a little bit of change. You can gain ground somewhere and doing it externally can help you visually feel better. Especially if some people are in a, you know, if they're in a place where they're starting to gain ground, but then the people in their life, think about the, uh, what is it, the crab crabs in a bucket example. Definitely, yeah. They start to resist that. Like, oh, you're starting to do well. You're grooming yourself. You're cleaning up your room. You're uh, reading books, going to the gym. The people that should be in your life should support all of those things and endorse that and even want to jump in with you. Um, but if they're like all the crabs in a bucket analogy where the crabs, they see a crab climbing to the top trying to get out, the other crabs... I don't know. I've never worked with crabs, but this is the story. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) apparently crabs will tend to, they pull them back in. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, if people have that in their, in their world, then the direction is well, focus on changing something visibly, but it goes deeper than that. As with upgrades principles, it always does because we're talking about why was the room messy in the first place and what is going on in your life? It's going on in your unconscious mind. That's causing you to just not be a person where the room is naturally clean all the time. Of course the room is clean. That's the kind of person I am Mm. versus I had to take that first step. And so we're talking about uh, how far down the stack, you know, where in the pyramid are we talking, right? This is, it's a foundational thing. Just gain ground somewhere. Sure. Clean up your room, but gaining ground inside changes you as a person. Yeah. You know, the someone can have a focus to gain ground inside every day. You're changing the inside of your inside programs. Now you're going to change the external. And why would someone really want to learn how to master a skill like this? Hmm. Utilization is one of those key underlying skills of the true masters of the mind. We've seen those who have been in upgrade for a while have been to a training of William. If there is a noise outside, he goes, oh, they agree. The phone rings. Yes, every time. The phone ring, right? (laughs) Someone's calling to find out about this. They're excited to hear a bang outside when we had the speakers explode at one of our trains. Oh, my gosh. Everyone jumped like two feet in the air. (laughs) It was amazing. Real quickly, backstory into that. One of our trains, uh, about 50 people in a room doing a together meditation that's upgrade, uh, specialized when created. It was phenomenal. And all of our speakers blown out. We had two PAs that were (laughs) linked to the microphones, and just for some reason, they... Boom, like you can't even believe how loud it was. And everyone just jumped like a foot in the air in their chairs. And at that moment, he said, everyone just got their learning. Right? So he's a master of utilization because he's allowing things in his environment. He's seeing the symbols, reading the signs, and then utilizing them of what could be connected to the internal as well. Because there is no outside. Right? So why would you want to learn this? Going inside and be able to gain ground, you're going to be able to recognize those signs we've talked about that in previous episodes of everything external in our environment 
utilization is such a masterful, masterful skill. People who are in sales and influence, leaders, politicians, they understand this, that utilization is one of those true skills of the masters. And I tell you right now, the more I go inside every single day and I gain that ground, I do the inside work, I realize that, oh, I'm utilizing inside programs, an inside source that I've always been connected to. It's not that I'm disconnected. It's always been there. And I feel I can go off and now utilize that in my environment. Now I'm manufacturing coincidences. Because you're looking for them. And we go back to a couple of weeks ago, the Gerard Butler story. Mm. There was nothing significant about seeing his birthday on the sign outside an old tailor shop. Nothing objectively significant. It was that he imbued it with significance, chased it down obsessively, and then the wildest thing happened. If you haven't listened to that episode, highly recommended. Because we got a lot of good feedback on people saying, wow, like I am going through life more or less filtering things out, assuming that um, not everything isn't not to my benefit somehow. And it is, it simply is. Good things are happening all the time around you. Mm. Uh, and if you look for that, that inevitably if you, you choose find more. to allow that to be yeah, right. Exactly, right? Yeah. It's gotta be a program that we want to have too. Yeah. I mean, Henry Ford says it, whether you believe you can, you believe you can't, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if someone, there's a selection bias and there's a confirmation bias that we all have, right? If we're looking for something, we will be selective in the data that we bring in too. And then we'll confirm it in some way. That's a bias, right? It's a natural tendency that all human beings have. I get it. So how can you leverage that though to begin to manufacture positive things in your life? Well, if you're selective about the people that you're hanging out with, as you said earlier. Yeah, crab in the bucket. Right? Yeah. Are there any crabs around you? Select about your environment, about the data you allow in, whether it's filters through social media content that you're consuming, books that you're reading, um, selective about the food. We talked about in the last week's episode, you were talking about the food choices and the knowledge and information behind it. So that can be, all right, I know I have a selection bias. Let me input the material and the intention of it, the focus of it, so then I can confirm everything my world supports me. Everything in the world supports the decisions or the outcomes I want, the results that I want. Wow. That's a fantastic way of looking at it. Because, you know, and that helps if you're clear on what you want. Mm. So these things start coming to people more naturally. We see it all the time, like when people go through the training. And then for the first time in their life, they're actually asked, hey, what do you want? Like, let's let's have a fun, let's roll out a list of, Add some stuff to it. What do you want? Do you want a do you want a cool car? Well, that's great. Well, that's materialistic. You shouldn't think about that. What? Since when was aspiring to something more uh, not a good thing? You know? Yeah. I mean, there's biases that they've probably been passed down to. And hey, I can appreciate that because I once lived in a model of the world where I was thinking people were materialistic if they were only focused on getting uh, the nice watch, the fancy car, or whatever. And I get it. You know, I can appreciate that point of view. So let's you and I have an open conversation about that, because if if this is your first time listening to this, we have talked about it many times in previous episodes of how we have a training called Upgrade Focus. And in it, we ask you, if you jump into it, to do 100 material items and 100 experiences and create them within a 90 year timeline. Now, the macro program suggestion is that it's a great way for us as the programmers to help the user design the world they want. And we use material items and experiences as a way that we measure their interaction with the physical world. Heck yes. How are we getting them results? We have to measure it some way, right? 
Now, here is where the true underlying secret is. We're not just focused on the next car, the next house, the next fancy rich thing, right? It's who do I have to become? Who do I need that identity to go out in five years from now to be the Michael Mahoney that has a million dollar mansion in California, that has the GT3 RS, that has you know a private jet available for me so I can take my family to wherever I want, my children to wherever I want. Who do I need to be in that future? So when I go up and I see or if I anchor a vacation home or that house or anything, I know right away this is the version that I need to become. Mm -hmm. And this is the life that I'm going to provide for my family and the life I'm going to provide for myself. I'm anchoring the future identity. So it's not about material items. Material items are simply the anchor beacon point that we then connect to, as we said many times, the identity because the identity governs all of it. That is brilliant it, so this reminds me of um barrett jackson was uh happening in town right mm. huge car show and so william and i and his wife we went um and i have never wanted i'm saying this to say i've never really cared to have an rv because i'd never had one growing up mm. so i never was like oh i want to recreate some of those experiences that i had a lot of people if you um this is kind of anecdotal but uh, typically if you're raised around wealth that becomes normal and therefore you accept that wealth will probably continue to be a part of your life. Now, somebody could uh, veer hard left and make that not the outcome. Mm. But typically, if you're raised that way, um, wealthy people tend to raise like wealthy kids who stay in that kind of space, right? And so if you're removed from that and you haven't been exposed to it or you didn't have a, a friend's house that you would go to and oh, and kind of see another version of that, if you've never seen any of those things, then the data may not be there just yet. So I hadn't considered an RV. And then we go to Barrett Jackson and they have this thing called the Earth Roamer. It's one they have two versions. One's eight hundred thousand and one's one point one million. Describe the Earth Roamer real quick. It is because it's amazing. We should put like an image of the Earth Roamer right here. A battle. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like if if the military designed the world's coolest most modern functional brilliant RV. Yeah. I mean you you cannot believe this thing. It is a tank with a like a couch and these incredibly comfortable beds, a modern shower, all the everything you would see in an RV. But the way that they did it, I've never seen in my life. It's so cool. I and, was, and the name is perfect. Earth Roamer. Like, it's so I'm going to take this wherever I want. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, $1.1 million for an RV. Well, I go into this RV, right? We get to tour it because they've got all of these cars here on display. That's the point. Sit yeah. in the car, check it out. We go into the Earth Roamer and I'm suddenly imagining my future family. Mm. Oh man, like when I have my kids, I'm picturing like how excited would they be? We're piling into the earth roamer and they get to go hop up on the bed and they get to like flip on the TV or pull a soda out of the fridge, a healthy soda, and <laughs> with no sugar. <laughs> it's a soda water. Soda water. There you go. There yeah. you go. Agua con soda. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning it, Espanol. <laughs> I'm impressed. That's pretty good. <laughs> but there, I'm creating these memories and I'm like, oh my gosh, future memories. I want this to happen. Whereas before it wasn't on my radar. Well, what stands between me and those incredible memories? Because if I'm going to take my family, I want it to be the best. Yeah. Not because I want it to be material. I want everyone, oh, we've got the earth roamer, look at us. <laughs> but I want it to be about, I want the best experience, the most comfortable, reliable, rock solid RV that I could take anywhere and know that my family's safe and that the vehicle's going to get us from A to B, enough gas, enough everything. Hmm. I mean, it had a swing out kitchen on the back. I could not believe this thing. I was like, this is it. 
I want this. Yeah. It's just the same thing with the yacht. I didn't grow up around boats. I didn't grow up around yachts. Why would I aspire to that if I had no data? Then we went to the yacht show and I toured dozens of yachts and suddenly it became inevitable. I need this in my life. Why? Are you going to show everyone else you got a yacht? No, I couldn't care less about that. I would like to remain low key, frankly. Mm -hmm. But uh, I want it for my family because I started creating a memory. What would happen the day that, and it will happen, but I want to add detail to that moment when I'm calling up my mom. Hey, mom, I'm going to fly you guys out. We're going to be taking the yacht out. And uh, we've got a whole route planned. We've got one of our best chefs that's going to be on this yacht. Um, I want you guys to come with us. And we're inviting you know a couple of business clients and uh, these partners, you, Brielle. Like I want people to come on to this and enjoy it with me mm -hmm. and nothing about that is materialistic but everything about that is the person that i will be at the time yes that i am giving this experience to everyone right and that's really what it's about that's the benchmark that's why you set that goal it's so beautiful and i hope people who are just coming to this podcast welcome first of all if you're just hearing this for the first time um if you're wondering why we do focus on material items sometimes, it's not because, well, for, first of all, let me get rid of the presupposition. If you believe that having material items is a bad thing, you know, when did you decide that? For real. Right. So first of all, let's, let's challenge that presupposition a little bit. Um, but it's also to what Brady's point is, to what our point is here at Upgrade. If Brady now begins to want a $1.1 million earth roamer or a $5 million, $10 million yacht, who does Brady have to become? What kind of new values does he have to design within his identity? What kind of new skill sets does he have to be? Because there are resources in the person that Brady hears today. It is, I'll say this truly as a friend, I love you to death, man. You're an awesome person, person, perfect version right here, right now, right? Enjoying the moment. Love you too, man. The person that you have to become to get a $1.1 million earth roamer and a yacht we're going to have to upgrade our mind. We're going to have to upgrade the resources we have. I need even more upgrades. Absolutely. And, and the skill sets, right? The oh, yeah. people, the opportunities, resources. So it's a driving point. The material items is I'm connecting it to the person I must become. And then let's spider web even out of that. If you're getting a $1.1 million earthwormer, I'm sure you're at an influential, influential, right? Meaning that who can else can you help? Can you help someone who might be in a position who needs some financial advice, who needs maybe, uh, you can start an organization, a charity of some kind, right? right? I would be in an influential position at that point in my life because this is normal for me now. Mm. I love that. So it's a spider web off of, all right, if I'm going to become this person who not just has nice things, but also I, I now have all these skill sets and these resources, I have all this value and this knowledge, what can I truly do for humankind at that point? Think bigger. And that is why an upgrade focus, it's a 90-year goal, guys. Again, if you haven't jumped into it, upgrade focus. It's only $100. It's a 90-year goal on purpose. You can find it at www.upgrade.com. It is the thing that I listened to right before I want a house, sidebar. Not a guarantee, not financial advice, not any financial guarantee in any way. I'm not saying you're going to win a house. Exactly. We must repeat that and <laughs> install that for everyone. Making it clear. I got it. We are not selling <laughs> houses. <laughs> so, the point of this is, when you design a 90-year plan, I talked to so many of our clients who were like, dude, when I started to design it, even when I got to like 30 years, things changed. When I got to 40 years, things super changed. When I got to 50 years, super changed. It's, it's getting the mind to go beyond what we believe is reality 
right? And going into the future. We've said this before on the podcast. 25 years ago, what you and I are doing right now, while they had radio, right? We're not doing at the level of YouTube. We're not doing that. If you and I are on our FaceTime, like that is not reality 25 years ago. Mm, Okay. So for us to begin to think 25 years in the future, 50 years in the future, 90 years in the future, we are thinking to a point of may not be reality right here, right now. Sure. But let's design our future possibility of reality. Yeah, construct it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, have some say in where it's going. And if we design it, right, I say, okay, I want to be here in this location. I want to have this kind of wealth. I want this kind of car. I want this kind of thing. And if those are my new realities, and let's just say five years from now, right? Man, the Michael Mahoney here today is awesome, but he's going to need to up level. That gives me ambition. Like I have ambition anyway, but that truly drives my ambition to the next level. It gives me passion. Like, oh, as you were saying, yeah. I'm going to provide the best for my kids. I'm going to provide the best for for my wife and the future family. Okay, all that from designing one thing and just getting one material item. How funny is that? Because you're, you're literally the exact same person. The circumstances around you technically haven't changed. It was simply an internal reshuffling of priorities because there's clarity on the thing that you want. Hmm. You, you have an idea of what it is that you want. That's the funniest, like... I look at my notes compared to the first time I did it. And we mentioned this before when we talk about the focus challenge, because really guys, there is, there is something to getting clear on what you want that changes the way that your whole world works. Just like you're saying my goals a year ago, when I wrote them down, I was like, Oh, like I would like to get, you know, like I like to buy my family, like an Apple watch, like how cool would that be? And then I look at them compared to my goals now and it boggles my mind. I'm like, I'm thinking way bigger house in every state. Like, winery in Tuscany, like all of these things where I'm like, whoa, like old program says, who are you to think that you can deserve that? And Mm -hmm. I say to the old program, I'm the greatest version of me. And that's getting greater and greater every time uh, because I'm getting more clear on what I want. It's remarkable what the mind can do. Um, I got a motorcycle, right? I told you that story before where I got a, a motorcycle and that moment that I first got onto it and rode it onto the highway, I had already lived that moment like 500 times mm. because it was my my incentive when I was knocking doors, uh, selling pest control. I'm like, oh, I'm bummed out. Someone yelled at me, got the cops called on me. How do I get back in the game? I go to the memory of what it will be like when I hit all my goals and I'm getting on the motorcycle for the first time, the smell of the gas tank, the feeling of the leather. I want it to rip like this. I want a 600cc. I want to launch up onto the on-ramp safely. <laughs> and when I actually did it, I had lived that exact moment, but it made it sweeter because I had been looking forward to it, creating it, adding detail. And that detail got me back on the horse. It got me back onto the next door and it'll get you onto the next thing that you know you need to be doing right now. Yeah. The upgrade focus is the foundation of everything we do. It's the focus of the user. We're the programmers. Tell us what programs you would like to design. And if you don't know how, that's why the focus challenge is so it's so powerful because we're asking you to design. We're not even asking you to believe yet, which was a crazy thing the first time I heard William That's say that huge. to me. That's a huge differentiation too. Yeah. Well, I, for your first time listening to the podcast, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, William, one of the very first trainings I took with him, he's like, I'm not asking you to believe yet. I'm asking you to design. If you could just go full <laughs> sandbox mode and just do it however you want, what would it be? Yeah. Gosh. Because if once you design, 
then I'll give you the skills after. I'll give you the formulas and the algorithms that he's, he's you know, he's constructed and he's made into upgrade what it is now. And I'll show you how to take the design like a blueprint and create it into reality, manifestation, idea into reality, right? So you don't have to believe just yet. Let the design show up into your reality and then have the belief. And that goes, as our good friend Ryan Adele talked about at Upgrade X Light, that was when you go from wanting to believing to knowing. Hmm. And he said it very, very powerfully when he spoke. If you just want something, you're not going to effing get it. <laughs> He's like, you may want something, but you got to get to knowing. And the design process that we go through and then the skills that we help with an upgrade gets you to knowing. It's your evidence procedure. So if people who have taken this course before who are jumping in and wondering why you guys worried about material items, we need evidence procedure and so do you. How else are you going to measure these results? So describe an evidence procedure because we this is like kind of our jargon, right? And mm -hmm. But really someone's listening going, this is exactly how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I am one step away from feeling motivated, excited, which you know is an actual ongoing state. You can feel that all the time. But an evidence procedure is something that gives you benchmark kind of means of being able to measure it. So if you can expand on that a little bit more. It's a great point. It's the user and the programmers tangible, measurable proof of results because it's not enough for us to have someone just feel better and feel happy. We want people to feel happy. That's mm -hmm. a byproduct, right? But we all know emotional states are fluid. They go in and out. I can feel happy and then I can go to a different emotional state. So it's not enough for us to just have someone, a client, feel better. It's a byproduct of it. Can you, in the real world, get tangible results too? Can you get something that we can measure your interaction with the physical world? Can you collect more money? Can you get a raise in your job? Can you go off and land that deal? Can dream, you have that dream body? Get the dream body. Get that body. eight pack. Get that eight pack. That because we say this all the time, there is no outside. If you're getting the results outside, that means inside you're getting the results. And mm. unless someone is getting results outside and they just tell us, hey, Michael, I feel great today. I feel better today. I'm like, that's cool, man. That's great today. I love you. I'm happy that you feel awesome because there's a there's power in gratitude and appreciating how you feel today, that you're alive, that, hey, you're alive, you're healthy, you're well, all great things to be grateful for, right? At Upgrade, we're saying, hey, we got some cheat codes to get you more. Who doesn't want that? I mean, maybe there's some people who don't want the cheat codes. Don't listen to this podcast. Well, <laughs> if that's the case, and there may be someone that says, I don't know if I want that. Well, it's like, well, when did you decide that you didn't deserve that? Because it, it, sometimes it's the oh, what's the harm in designing your ideal life? I'm not saying that you have to believe it like William was telling you. Mm. I'm not saying that you have to believe right now that that will happen or believe that you deserve that now. But I am saying, let's just say that you could wave a magic wand and then suddenly all of those things would start coming into reality. What would that look like? And people then get a fresh look at that. Oh, whoa, like I could have actually some real design input on this thing called my life. I don't know if I deserve that though. And so then that may throw up a wall and then it's like, well, I don't know. So how do we get over that? Just even that first hurdle in believing that you deserve now to take a, take a stab at designing your own life. How does someone do that? I mean, focus, right? Is the first thing. What does the user focus on? And then their attention Ooh, and their good. choice behind it. Yeah. What are, are you focused on? Yeah. Bucket we full talk, crabs. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's called the upgrade focus training, right? 
what are you what is the reticular activating system focus on what data is it allowing to come in so it's actually manufacturing the external world um a good illustration of this is one of our clients who is allowing us to say her name um kimmy you remember her yeah, right totally she's awesome so we actually drove up and saw her we did and we've talked about this on previous episodes too kimmy came from a upbringing in a background where beliefs were not hey i can have a lot of money or i don't do x y and z grew up in a farmland right upbringing totally took upgrade focus training when she started designing and this is part of the exercises when she started designing old belief patterns old values came up and they surfaced and she was able to without even our help Right, which I find amazing because yeah. she hadn't even jumped into she one just of got our, in there and started resolving it. Yeah, not even in our advanced training where we actually give you some skills to remove negative emotions and limiting beliefs. Just on her own, um, started to examine these beliefs and go, "Are they true? Is this belief actually serving me?" And man, it was not. Hmm. So she designed and went out and started Twisted Sugar. Became a fr- well, she didn't start it. Yeah, became a franchise a, with them. Yeah, franchise partner. Yeah, franchise partner. And within, I think it was six months or something like that? Yeah. Well, it was like that opening month. It was the best opening month of any Twisted Sugar franchise any of those stores had by like a large margin. Yeah. And this is in Logan, Utah, I think. I think so. And keep in mind, too, she I think she had three, four kids. Yep. And her husband worked full time. Yep. And so what does that program sound like? Well, it's, well... it's going to take time away from my kids. There's a lot of excuses. hidden. Yeah. There. Or I, I simply can't, I don't have enough energy at the end of the day because I'm raising four boys, you know? Mm. So then it, it, that is, and a lot of people that listen are going to be in either, Oh, I have one child or I'm doing this thing on the side or I tried a business before and it didn't work. Or when I set goals, I don't hit them. People will have a lot of these attached charges to the process. They just stick them on, stick them on. Yeah. But also you can shake all of that off. And it's a matter of you're saying, shifting your focus so when kimmy got clear on well i want to like be an entrepreneur you know i want to like open a franchise well how do you do that well we'll we'll figure it out and then she did and she's crushing it you know she took that focus that she learned and started focusing on becoming an entrepreneur and like in six months it was the fastest growing one in the utah area yeah now i've talked to her recently and i think her and her husband have decided that this is no longer their passion and that's the beauty in this, right? That's awesome. It's all good. Yeah, it woke something up. It's like, now what, what else can I get from life? Yeah, that's they're looking huge. at other opportunities. They're like, all right, we don't want to be the Twisted Sugar, or maybe they're selling off. I haven't talked to them about their final decision. But that's what we're hoping someone gets out of it. More choices. Broaden the choices. Because, we've said this many times, guys, the quality of your life will depend on the quality of choices you get. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> The quality of our lives will depend on the quality of choices that we give ourselves, which comes from the quality of questions that you ask yourself. And here at Upgrade, we've developed some very researched, predictable questions that get predictable outcomes. That's what our advanced trainings do. That's what many of our clients in Upgrade X and in Sales God can attest to and why they give referrals because they have been asked questions differently, which open up a richer, fuller choices life is i mean that's the first time that you got in a car that was probably an experience now you've been in the car so many times you may not remember that you might though Hmm. the first time that someone spent their whole life getting from a to b on a bike you better believe that that person is going to then have a very clear memory of the first time they got in a car 
and that contrast is really important because if let's say your whole life it's been I'm getting from A to B on a bike, you imagine, 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 and then boom, the first time you actually get into a car, wow, like how amazing is this? But if you were the person that said, I only ride a bike, I'm the person that only ever deserves, I'm not going to deserve to be in a car. Mm. That sounds just, <laughs> that sounds silly. Anyone listening, they're like, well, I would never say that. Well, I guess it depends on what part of the world they live in and all the fair factors point. too, right? That's a fair point. Economically, yeah. that's, that's yeah. I'm speaking with a point of privilege there. <laughs> but I mean, if your whole life you had been on a bike, someone could imagine a person that creates a program and says, I'm not a person that gets to ride in a car. Mm. You know, that's either too materialistic or I'm not deserving of that. Yeah. But we can all look at that because we've all been in cars and be like, no, it's faster. It's more effective. It's better in the weather, right? If it's cold or it's a hot, you can just get in. I mean, there's nothing uh, morally incongruent about getting inside, <laughs> just having a car. And so it's like, where in your life have you also decided I'm just a bike rider? I'm not a car driver, right? And so when you can start picking this, oh, I, I have too many kids. I have all these responsibilities. I simply could not become an entrepreneur. Well, what if you change that and then boom, you do it for a while and actually your entrepreneurial spirit's woken up even past, uh, you know, like selling soda and, and candy or what, whatever the, the franchise is specifically. And now you want to even get onto the next thing and the next thing. See, that is the most exciting thing to zoom out on and look at the change. Look at what happened, the flexibility of going, okay, cool. Now that I'm allowing myself to want things, to want more of myself from life, mm. and I've set a clear image on going and getting that thing holy cow i'm like the happiest i've ever been things are popping up left and right it's amazing and it's such a beautiful thing to watch and witness now i think this is why speaking for myself we love what we do yeah right for real man because i mean getting to meet kimmy i was like this person just took the power of focus and realized and deconstructed some old beliefs and old value systems of hers that weren't even hers right passed down through generations so it's an ancestral program that she took on and it wasn't working for her. Yeah, we're farm people. This is what we do. We're not those people. Right. Has anyone ever heard that before? And she created a whole new opportunity of life for her and her family. But what let's let's uh go to someone else who we know, um, who in a different facet used the same skill set, uh, Leah and Bernardo, right? Yes. Oh, shout out to you guys. We love you. So Leah had taken Williams training five years ago, I believe now. And William helped her get clear focus on what she wants. She's like, I want the one. She wants a husband. Right? Absolutely. Similar to how William started upgrade, he wanted to find the one. Leah got very clear on it. She then took... She drew him, man. Yeah. Like down to the nose shape, the hair color, everything. She physically got out of piece. She's not an artist. I, well, maybe she is. I'm not sure. But um, yeah. I don't think she's like a constant, like a sketch artist. Yeah, not like a professional artist. Yeah, and way, she's yeah. still drawing him. Like, okay, because that'll be, oh, well, I can't draw. I'm not going to do that. Get that out of here. It doesn't have to be perfect. Exactly. But add some, you know, you're carving it into reality. So yeah. her focus was romance, romance, right? So it's not all about whatever we're saying in terms of material items. And again, we talked about the presupposition earlier. Believe materials and just start believing that. Her focus was, I'm going to find love. I'm going to find the one, the right guy for me, right? She designs it. She goes to Williams training. Two days after, <laughs> two days after, or wasn't even two days. I, I wish Leah was on so she could tell the story because I think we have the testimonial. Too, yeah, right? right. Somewhere. It was either one or two days after the training. She finds Bernardo. <laughs> the exact description, like down to the T that she had drawn and she described of him. 
what did that mean? We talked about this last week. Her airplane mode came off. Yeah, turned off airplane mode for the, sure. The data came to her faster. And they are still happily married. I still talk to them. They love life. Oh, they're <laughs> awesome, man. And Bernardo, he came from Brazil. Yep. He came here um, and he was doing odd jobs, I think, for a while. And then he was trying to set a company up and he said he did it. He went through upgrade. I'm not sure where the timeline of that happened, but I think he already had his business. Mm. Invested a lot of money into the training as he felt at the time. It felt like a lot of money. And then started getting results. Now he's opening company after company. He's got the most incredible people working for him. They've done a ton of work for me uh, when I was in Utah. So shout out those guys. Love yeah. Missa. Um, but it just goes to show. It's like once she got clear, then she found Bernardo. Mm. And then Bernardo, and this is, it's pathologic. Like you can kind of spread it. That's the crazy thing. We see that when you start getting clear and happy and optimistic in your life, it's kind of inevitable that the people around you also then start to do that. Mm. And that feels good to be surrounded by that. So Bernardo saw how clear she was getting in this design process. He's like, well, I'll do it for my business. And boom, now his business is doing phenomenally. Uh, as a result of me going through upgrade, learning from you, learning from William, I was able to pass that on pathologically to my girlfriend, to my family. Everyone looks at life a little bit different. And so there's a, like you said, this is why we love what we do is seeing that difference happen in the lives of the people you love and care about around you. So if for nothing else, you're like, well, I want to lift up the people around me. If that's a really good starting place, that gets you excited to start designing. There you go. But do it because it will absolutely change things that like you, we talked about what's in your universe versus what's still there, no matter what, whether gravity, you didn't interact with gravity, don't know it's there. Well, it's still there, whether or not you're aware of it. Those things, um, you start to shine a light and a lens on them. You start to pull them in. Oh, there have been good things around you this whole time. Maybe they weren't in your universe yet, mm. but they were there regardless. So believe that you deserve it. You know, get off of the materialism program, focus on this as a benchmark. And uh, there are patterns everywhere. There yeah. are patterns everywhere. There are. Um, I think it was, you know, it was Leonardo da Vinci that said, patterns are revelations of the essential truths that lie within the universe or, Whoa. or the beauty of nature. So I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know the top of my head, but it's one of my favorite quotes, but... He understood that patterns, and he looked at spirals a lot. That's why a lot of his paintings were spirals, oh. patterns too. It's like there's revelations in here. And this is what brings us good back in our circle of a spiral back to the beginning of our this episode of the topic. Gain ground today inside yourself. As Brady was talking about earlier, upgrade is a mission to gain ground individually at the micro so then we can affect the collective macro. Mm. all together and that's a virus that i'm willing to spread heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> I say that. the last couple of years people are like what <laughs> that's all there this is a good kind of pandemic it <laughs> it's is. a pandemic of uh unleashing the mind yes. i'm like I i'm into that yeah i'm into yeah. that virus, so. dude that's that's a great way of saying it. guys there are patterns there truly are there are patterns everywhere you find them you'd realize uh, my pattern is i've always found myself around some of the most successful, wealthy, and inventive people. And I, that's, I've just always believed that. Mm. And that's, is that a program? Is that a pattern? I've made it both. It's a belief that has turned into a pattern that I've constantly noticed. So then I go from working with uh, the dude from Seinfeld, I can't, uh, can't remember his name, and um, Jason Alexander, 
to mm -hmm. working with Mr. Beast. Like it's, this is inevitable that I draw these things. And so that's both a pattern that I've taken note of and also a belief in a program. Is it also a coincidence? No, nah, I don't choose to accept that. You know? Yeah. I mean, as we talked about earlier, don't really care about the coincidence. I'm more interested. Can I make that happen again? Can I gain ground by believing in this in me? Is that a program that I can repeat? And then can I pass it on to someone else, like a family member, a friend, the rest of the environment, right? Let's keep spreading that. I love that. Yeah. Guys, life is good and it gets better every day. Please like, subscribe, keep listening. And if you find value with this, please share with someone that you love or maybe just a colleague of someone, right? So, yeah. And call your mom. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, guys. See ya. <laughs>